0: hello everybody welcome again to another episode of me moving to canada.com or mm2c and this is me again your host ben and hello guys to united kingdom united arab emirates united states of america and to those listeners in other parts of the world hello guys and i know that there are filipino workers listening to me and probably you're in saudi arabia united arab emirates Hello to you, and hello mga kababayan. We call them kababayan. Yes, we call each other kababayan. And you know, um, it's it's good to have you here, guys. And uh, you can listen to my podcast because it's good. Be um, we have a good uh, episode today, interesting and awesome. That can be re- uh, you can relate to this mga kababayan, my overseas Filipino workers and let's talk about the difference of traveling with a canadian passport versus philippine passport because guys 2 years ago we applied for a citizenship in canada and we were accepted by canada it's, uh, by the queen and the government of canada we are accepted to be a citizen in this country and we are privileged to have a canadian passport with us so we can travel in and out of canada um as a citizen now um, th- that's why I want to uh, talk about this so that you can have like uh, an idea on having a Philippine passport or a Canadian passport so that you will be prepared if you are going for a citizenship in Canada well you know how it feels to have a Canadian passport right but before that guys I want to talk about like a history of the passport, all right? And let's be a discovery channel now or a history channel or a National Geographic. This is a good um, episode because I, I I get to be, I have a chance to be like a discovery channel telling you history, <laughs> all right? So here in, uh, because passports, guys, doesn't exist many years ago. Many years ago, there were no boundaries, actually. Right? Because humans can go anywhere, anywhere in any part of the world. And then there's an Ice Age, um Stone Age, and some something like that. But when like king kings and queens and empire was created, human uh human created the boundary. Okay, it started from a tribal boundary, like a tribe, community boundary, and then township, regions, and then now its countries, okay, and because of conflicts, guys, there are the trust between both places are are not that good. So whatever whoever comes into a from a different place, they have to show like a certificate or uh, a paper that tells them that this man is really uh, is a good man. It will not be uh is not our enemy okay so he can go in so he can go in and out of that country or a place now humans created a universal certificate which is like uh what we call passport okay so every country has a passport that means you have the document from your country to show to another country that you can go in and out of that country like like it's it's a uh, it's a permission to go in to their country, right? And I've read in an article of Canada.ca, guys, and here it goes: one of the earliest references to passports was made in about four hundred fifty B.C. Nehemiah, an official serving King Artaxerxes of ancient Persia, asked permission to travel to Judah. Uh, to Judah, the king agreed and gave Nehemiah a letter. It says, "To the governors of the province beyond the river, requesting safe passage for him as he traveled through their lands." Today's Canadian passports still carry, as such, a letter of request. Inside the front cover is a letter issued in the name of Her Majesty the Queen. Like Nehemiah's letter, it also asked for safe passage and protection for the holder of the passport. Okay, guys? Now, in 1862, guys, Canadians didn't need a passport to go in and out of USA. Okay, United States of America. But during the, civ- the Civil War, Americans need a reliable travel document from canadians they they lose their trust okay now canadians now have to provide a certification in a form of a passport a canadian passport was really like a letter of request okay that means you request to go into usa and also usa needs a letter of of request to go into canada all right, that's how passport was made. It is now one of the most powerful uh sorry. It is uh, most powerful passports in the world in 2020, the Canadian passport. And that's what I have right now because I'm a citizen. Okay? And I applied for a passport. And I ca- I read in an article guys in uh skyscanner.ca about the power of passports and passports guys have an, an like a, a scoring or an index they call it the henley passport index so the base the power of the passport in this index which ranks the power of 199 different passports or different countries all right and in it answers the questions at uh, the question, where do you lie on the spectrum of mobility okay the index is based on data from the international air transport association which is updated whenever a visa policy change comes into effect so you can go to henleypassportindex.com and you can see the list of the countries there all right now in that list canada ranks ninth ninth yes and it's together with australia so the ninth rank allows a country called uh, canada to go to 183 countries without a visa okay so that means you can travel there as long as you have money once you go there they don't require a visa for canadians all right the number one is japan okay japan has 191 countries which is visa free they don't need a visa to go in to 191 countries almost eight more so that they can be perfect for all the different passports uh, it was uh the countries are 199 but japan can go in at 191 wow and I checked my motherland, guys, Philippines. And it ranks 76th in the list, which is around 67. Uh, They can go in and out of 67 countries without a visa. And uh, the others, they need a visa. Like USA, um, Canada, or uh, other places. Alright? So, when I was... Uh, I was holding a Philippine passport last time. Um, I traveled to Japan. I traveled to China, United Arab Emirates, Singapore, Cambodia, Malaysia, Myanmar, here in Canada and in USA. And I experienced those immigration officers, guys. Um, That's why I want to share it to you. Because I've traveled to this country because of my work. And I was really thankful grateful for that because I have to take care of the Southeast Asian region in uh, when I was working in Singapore. So we have customers in Southeast Asia. And I have um, seminars in China. And now I'm working in Canada. I have to go to USA for training, something like that. Now, and uh, holding a, pass, a Philippine passport during that time is... I gotta break it down from holding a passport and then later on when I ho- uh when I have the Canadian passport. So in in this time I was um going out to Philippines or oh, when I have a Philippine passport. So um going out from Philippines, uh Philippine airport to Japan, um to China to uh what else? Uh UAE so I uh, things are a bit complicated, guys, because at the Philippine airport, my experience are I have to pay a terminal fee. OK, I have to show a Philippine employer ID. This is not I, I'm 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 not an overseas foreign worker in, in, in any other country. I was in Philippines that time. So I have to pay a terminal fee so show a philippine employer id a lot a a lot of questions guys from the the immigration officer and invitation letter from the country of destination okay that's what it is and it's really many okay and when i work in singapore i'm holding a work permit in singapore so i have to go to the philippine immigration because we have to get an overseas employment certificate. Okay, which uh you need this to get from uh to enable you to go out from the country from Singapore and go to Philippines, and you need that to show to the authorities in the Philippines to go back to Singapore. Okay, and you can get that in in the Philippine Embassy in Singapore, or your option is the Philippine Overseas Employment Agency in Singa uh, in Philippines, you can also get those OEC, but you have to pay, you have to pay a fee. I forgot how much was that? I think it was fifteen dollars. I guess. Yeah, I forgot, but I have to pay the field health during the time before going uh, getting the OEC. So I paid fifteen. I think I fifteen. Okay, so well you can uh, Google it um you also this is also uh similar to to those who are working um from other countries such as united arab emirates they also need this as long as you know, you are an overseas filipino workers you need this kind of document and um during the inspection by the um when i go out from when i go, go to philippines to a uh, for a vacation and then comes back to singapore at the airport in the philippine airport naia i have to go line up in the overseas filipino worker booth before the immigration because i have to show my oec the overseas employment certificate and the work permit okay and i have to line up again in an over, in a filipino um line okay so It takes a lot of time, guys, about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, probably, or more. Depends on how many are in the line. But um, there's always many, guys. There are many people who are going in and out of the Philippines. And there are Filipino workers, tourists, and so many things. Uh, So many people. In uh, United Arab Emirates, USA, Japan, and China... I need to get a visa in the embassy um in for example in the Philippines there's an embassy when I when I went to Japan I have to secure a Japan uh, a visa for Japan so I went to the Japanese embassy in the Philippines for Japan okay and then in Canada when I was here in Canada I want to go to US I have to go to the USA embassy here in uh, Toronto and because I was holding a, pass- a Philippine passport the last time right and uh, I'm only a permanent resident during that time so I have to go to the USA embassy here in Toronto and get a visa before going to USA so I get that I have to pay around $150 okay and uh, in Singapore when I go, when I went to China, so I have to go to the Chinese embassy in Singapore to secure a visa before going to China. So that's what I did, holding a Philippine passport. Okay, and when I traveled to Cambodia, Myanmar, so the visa is issued upon arrival. So you once you arrive, you ha- there's a booth there that you can go. And you can apply for a visa, and you have to pay there. Okay, I I forgot about the price, the cost of that, but uh you can Google it. All right, and now guys, when I had a Canadian passport, we went last year to Here's Philippines. The oh man, this is sorry. This is my uh hit um like a Siri or in Google Chrome. Anyway. I went to Philippines last um year with my family. So that was March. So we went to Philippines and Singapore. Okay. At the Philippine Airport to Singapore. So I, I, we are in the Naia, Ninoy Aquino International Airport. We we did not pay for a terminal fee. Okay, because we are not Filipinos anymore. And we lined up at the foreigners passport. Okay, so there's a sign there. After the check-in baggage, we lined up at the foreigners' passport. Um, so we lined up there. It's a different section from the Filipino passport. Okay, Filipino holders. So it took us few minutes, guys, because there's few few tourists there. Um, we're I think we're lucky enough that there's a small queue for tourists or um, non-Filipino passports there we're lucky enough probably and but my sisters they are filipinos uh they have a filipino a Philippine passport so they have to go to the line of the filipino passport holder okay and it took them about 30 minutes to get through all right now when we arrived in in singapore we were just asked to about how long are we staying in singapore so that's that's the only question they they asked me, and then that's it. they stamped my passport, but in the Philippines they have to uh did they, they did not ask anything okay the officer did not ask anything I showed my passport and then he just stamped stamped my passport all right now when I was in uh, here in Canada at the Toronto airport. When I plan to go to the U.S. or I went to U.S., the U.S.A. immigration office, guys, is already located in the Toronto airport itself. So when you when you finish the check-in, you go into the U.S.A. immigration office there. So it's just like same thing as the immigration um, immigration uh, checkpoints where you go to the booth where the officers are there. It's the same thing and they will ask you um why are you going to USA and just tell them about oh, I'm going for for uh observation or seminars like that and once you're approved and then you pass through that immigration you go straight to the gates of the airplane and then when you land in USA you don't need to go for an immigration officer there it's done already in Toronto so you just go straight to wherever you're going okay now uh, for me guys um, I can feel the convenience of having a Canadian passport and and I'm so proud to have it Um, it is truly a privilege to have a Canadian passport so I'm grateful guys that I moved to this country I can travel around 180 countries without visa and uh, just i i just need money you know and if i have money i can go some anywhere else in in the world and that is a very good options a uh, very n- good number of options for countries that i can visit and easily with money right so guys um i think i already ta- uh, talked about everything here and thank you guys for listening. If you like this podcast, please leave a review or ratings in the Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. All right. Subscribe for more info and share to other friends who want to immigrate to Canada. And if you need uh, to know more about Canada, guys, like photos and videos of Canada, I would like to invite you to the MM2C group. Um we have a community here, MM2C, and you can register to memovingtocanada.com to and also visit our Facebook page Facebook.com slash me moving to Canada. Okay, once you're there, it's a logo M letter M, letter M, number two, and C. MM2C, it's color orange. And please like our page, guys. Alright. And now you can also visit to Um moving to slash forums so that you can um, ask questions about anything there, okay, about Canada. So, guys, I hope you learned from me today. I hope to see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of me moving to Canada.com. MM2C. If you want to see the videos and photos of Canada, go to facebook.com slash me moving to Canada and you can send email to benalagnam at yahoo.com. See you. This is Ben. Bye.